Good afternoon and welcome. I am delighted and happy that you have joined and um, I would like to say to you that you are indeed going to have a wonderful time in the presence of God as we are learning what God has for you and I. Praise be to God. I posted a message earlier hours of the morning. It should be around 2.30, just before 3 in the morning. And in the message I said we are in the 21st century and we are in a period that is known as the fourth industrial revolution where the internet of things has taken over. And the essence of that post was to let you know that we are living at a time where things are moving so fast. We are living at a time when everything is needed now. Hallelujah. So I want us to pray. And the prayer that I want us to offer is a prayer for patience. We need to ask God for the grace to be patient because the way that things are going, if, if something that we are looking for does not happen at the time that we need it to happen, we are frustrated, we give up, we quit, and we say so many negative words. Hallelujah. So I want us to first pray asking God for the grace of patience, that we need to be patient. Praise the Lord. Let's begin to pray. The grace for patience. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I thank you and I bless you. Throughout the creation, there has been different times, Lord, with different times, Jehovah, meaning there are moments where things happen that cause people to react or to behave in a specific way. And currently in these 21st centuries that we are in, my father, it has seen that there is a need for things to happen quickly in the lives of people that there seems to no longer be patience in us, O oh Lord, with us, O oh Father, in waiting, O oh Lord, on you. And in this moment, O oh God, you have inspired me, Father, to lead your sons and your daughters in a prayer of grace, a prayer where, Father, there is the grace for patience, a prayer where, Lord God, we can be patient enough to wait on the Lord, a prayer where we can be patient enough to hold on until you deliver us, a prayer where we can be patient enough to wait until you answer us, a prayer where we can be patient enough until your way, Lord God, guides us. A prayer where we can be patient enough that we do not pursue our own ways, but we wait, Father, on you that, Lord God, you show us what we need to do. A prayer where we are not after shortcuts, but we are after the real good things that God helps us with. A prayer where we are not after, Lord, our own means, our own intelligence, but a prayer where, God, we rely on what comes from your Father. And at this moment, oh Lord, I pray that I listen to her prayer, listen to his prayer, that as they are asking for the grace of patience, I pray, I speak as your servant, that God may you grant it unto them in the name of Jesus. Lord, maybe they were lacking patience in their family. I pray that because of this specific word, Lord, let there be patience in their family in the mighty name of Jesus. Perhaps they were lacking patience in their future, their destiny, their plans, their goals. I ask that may they develop patience, O oh Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Maybe they were lacking patience in their healing, their deliverance, O oh Lord, in their body. I ask that God may they have patience to wait in the mighty name of Jesus. Yes, they may have received a diagnosis from the doctors. Yes, they may have received a report from uh, medical officials, but I want to ask that God, as long as they rely on you, may they be patient, oh God, not to react, not to rush in doing things in their own way, in the name of Jesus. Father, I have seen people rush to traditional healers. 
I have seen people rush to therapists. I have seen people rush to different places, my Lord, before consulting you. And at this moment, I pray that God let you be the first to know of what is happening in their life. You should be the first, Jehovah, to know, God, of what they are facing, oh, Father, in the name of Jesus. God, we understand that you are omnipresent. You are everywhere, yes, we know. We understand that you are omnipotent, meaning you are all-knowing, yes, we know. But that does not stop us from bringing cases before you. It does not stop us from bringing issues before you. It does not stop us from presenting, Lord God, our desires before you. That's what we are praying for, Lord. That, God, may we develop an intimate relationship with you as our creator. May we develop a, an intimate relationship with you as our provider. In the mighty name of Jesus. There are different people, my father, that are tuning in, that are going to tune in, who are going to listen, who are going to watch later. And I commit each and every one of them that God Almighty, I don't understand, I may not understand what they are passing through. But I declare that God, may your grace be upon them in the mighty name of Jesus. The grace, Lord, to see them through. The grace of Jehovah that they overcome and they are above any other situation that they may face this year. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we give you praise. We give you honor. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And um, I want you to take this, right? Um, the book of James chapter 1. The prayer of grace, the prayer for the grace of patience is based on the book of James chapter 1, verses 2 to 4. So later on, when you continue to pray, um, I want you to quote the book of James chapter 1, verses 2 to 4. Read that, all right? James chapter 1, verses 2 to 4. I'll leave that to you later on when you are praying for patience. When you are desiring, when you're trying to find out what it means to have patience, read the book of James chapter 1, verses 2 to 4, and the Holy Spirit will guide you. Praise the Lord. Now, today I'm here to share with you a special message, um, an important message on a title, Jesus Can Take His Time. Jesus Christ can take his time. The Messiah can take his time. The Master can take his time. The Lord can take his time. Hallelujah. Now, remember the statement I said to you at the start of this teaching. I said we are in an age where everything is happening so quickly. Everything is happening so fast. And the message, the title is Jesus can take his time. While you are waiting for your answer to be given now, while you are waiting for God to promote you tomorrow, while you are waiting for your healing to happen this week, while you are waiting for your wedding this year, while you are waiting for your promotion next month, I want you to understand that Jesus Christ can take his time. Hallelujah. He is not bound by what you are desiring. He is not bound by how soon you need it. He is not bound by how quickly you want the answer. He is not bound by the amount of tears you are going to shed. He is not bound by your family. He is not bound by your background. He is not bound by your personality. He is not bound by where you are from. He is not bound by your skin color. He is not bound by the nation where you are in. He is not bound by your kinsmen, your people 
people. Hallelujah. But Jesus will do things according to the timetable of God. So I want you to understand that Jesus can take his time. While you are busy accusing him of delay, while you are accusing him of not caring, while you are accusing him of not paying attention, while you are accusing him of not being, uh, of, of not loving you anymore, while you are accusing him of not being considerate, while you are accusing him of delaying, while you are accusing him of not seeing or knowing what is happening with you, I want you to understand that Jesus Christ can take his time. Hallelujah. Remember the book of Ecclesiastes. Hallelujah. Uh, I like that. Being frustrated. You easily get frustrated when there is a delay in what you are looking for. Hallelujah. Yes, God's time. Now, the book of Ecclesiastes lets us know that there is a time and a season for everything under the sun, meaning the timetable of God. When God chooses to do things, when God chooses to act, when God chooses to answer, when God chooses to provide, when God chooses to heal, when God chooses to deliver, when God chooses to bless, when God chooses to open, when God chooses to elevate, when God chooses to restore, it is in accordance with his liking and his time. Jesus can take his time. Praise the Lord. I want you to understand this carefully, that before we rush, before we run, before we start to complain, before we get irritated, before we say all the nasty things, before we cause heaven to be the reason for things not working, before we start to blame God and his word, before we start to blame the word of God, before we start to blame the pastors or the servants of God, before we start to blame the prayers that we are offering, before we blame the word of God, be it spoken or written, I just want you to understand that Jesus can take his time. He is allowed to take his time. He will take his time. Hallelujah. Because everything is in his hands. He has a timetable. Praise the Lord. John chapter 11. My God, I want you to understand that John chapter 11 verses 1 to 6. Open your Bible from the book of John chapter 11 and we'll take our reading from verses 1 to verses 6. Hallelujah. Jesus can take his time. All right. John chapter 11, verses 1 to 6. Um, I'll read the New King James Version. Uh, that's a translation that I'm reading. Verse number 1, the Bible reads, Now a certain man was sick, Lazarus of Bethany, the town of Mary and her sister, Martha. It was that Mary who anointed the Lord with fragrant oil and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. Verse 3. Therefore the sisters sent to him, saying, Lord, behold, he whom you love is sick. Verse number four, when Jesus heard that, he said, the sickness is not unto death, but that the glory of God, um, but that the glory of God, that the son may be glorified through it. Hallelujah. And verse number five, now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. The last verse six. So when he heard that he was sick, I, I want, okay, let's do this. Verse number six, let me ask you to mark it. 
If you if you have got um what however you are reading, be it a hard copy Bible, if you can, if you have a highlight or a pen, mark it or highlight it. If you have an electronic version of the Bible, highlight verse number six is important. All right. The message, the title, the teaching is based on verse number six. Let me read it again. So when he heard that he was sick, he stayed two more days in the place where he was. Let me pray. Father, I thank you for the reading of the scripture. I adore you for this is the word that is a life. This is the word that is healing. This is a word that can promote. This is a word that can restore. This is a word that can repair. This is a word that can elevate. This is a word that brings solutions. This is the word that is an answer. This is the word that is light unto our path. This is the word that is comfort unto our lives. This is the word that can deliver us from oppression. This is the word that we need to make it in the year 2022. This is the word of comfort, the word of patience, the word of peace, the word with the revelation. And I thank you that God, as I teach this message, as I teach this scripture, I ask that Holy Spirit, may you help me and help those listening, oh God, that they may understand, Father, what you are teaching and saying to them. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, we are talking about Jesus can take his time. And we have read the book of John chapter 11, verses 1 to 6. And the word of God is saying there is a story, hallelujah, what I love to call an occurrence. And the Bible says this took place in a land where it is called Bethany. And out of this land, the Bible says there was a man by the name Lazarus. And the word of God lets us know that this man, Lazarus, had two sisters by the name Mary and Martha. And the word of God also lets us know that the Mary, that the, the Mary who was a sister to Lazarus was the same Mary of whom we have learned in another scripture that she anointed Jesus with her hair and expensive perfume. Praise the Lord. And we are also told that this same Lazarus, Jesus loved. And we are further told that Martha and Mary were also loved by Jesus. Praise the Lord. These were not people who were strangers before Jesus. These were not people who were not known to Jesus. But rather, the Bible says that they were known, yes, to Jesus. They were known by Jesus and they were loved by the Lord. Hallelujah. And the Bible says a message was sent by Mary and Martha to Jesus concerning Lazarus. And the message reached Jesus to say that the man whom you love, our brother whom you love, your friend whom you love is sick. And the expectation was that because Jesus loved Lazarus, the expectation was because Jesus loved Mary and Martha upon hearing the message, upon receiving the news, upon receiving the news of the sickness of Lazarus, that Jesus was going to drop everything. The, the expectation was that because Jesus had compassion, because Jesus had a soft spot, because Jesus is a Messiah, because Jesus is love, because Jesus is compassionate, the expectation was that once he hears the message of sickness of a person he loves, then he would drop everything and rush to help Lazarus. 
But what the word of God tells us is that when Jesus received the message, when Jesus received the report, when Jesus heard the news, the Bible says he immediately said to the disciples that this sickness is not unto death, but that the glory of the Son of God must be revealed. The glory of God must be revealed in the Son. Hallelujah. And on top of that, the Bible says, if that was not enough, when Jesus heard of the sickness of Lazarus, the Bible says he waited two more days. Hallelujah. Now you can imagine, there is no way you can send a message of sickness if it is just a simple stomachache. There is no way you can send a message of sickness if it is just a simple headache. There is no way you can send a message of sickness if it is just a simple muscle ache. There is no way you can send a message of sickness if it is just a simple cough. There is no way you can send a, you can send a message of sickness if it is just an ordinary toothache. There is no way you can send a message of sickness if it is just fatigue that you are feeling tired. But a message of sickness is sent when the condition is serious, when the condition is beyond the panado, when the condition is beyond the grandpa, discipline, or paracetamol, when the condition is beyond a drip, when the condition is beyond your prayer, when the condition is beyond your expectation, when the condition is beyond an ICU, when the condition is beyond the best doctor in town, when the condition is, be is beyond the best physician, when the condition is beyond the prayer intercessors or the prayer warriors, when the condition is beyond your prophet, when the condition is beyond your pastor, when the condition is beyond the, 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 the servants of God, that's when you call unto the master, hallelujah. You say this is beyond the expectation, it is beyond the norm, this is serious. Hallelujah. There are times where you are unwell and you don't tell anyone because the condition is not serious. There are times when you are feeling sick and you don't let your siblings know because it is not serious. There are times when you are not well and you don't tell anyone because it is not serious. Hallelujah. But when it gets to a point where it is serious, when it gets to a point where it is too pressing, when it gets to a point where it is too difficult, when it gets to a point where you are thinking this might be it, I might be dying now, then you cry out for help. Hallelujah. And here the Bible says Mary and Martha looked at the situation. They looked at the, 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 the circumstance. They looked at their brother Lazarus. And they said this is beyond us. Yes, we have got faith. Yes, we pray. But this condition here, this sickness here, is beyond our ability. And my sister, let us call for Jesus who loves us. Let us call for Jesus who loves Lazarus. Hallelujah. And when Jesus hears this, my God, he says, I will take two more days. And that's why the message is Jesus can take his time. You might be shedding your tears now and saying, Lord, I have been diagnosed with this condition. I need you to heal me now. And Jesus is silent. You may have been told that you have got a problem and this problem we cannot solve with medicine and you are crying unto Jesus and Jesus is quiet. You may have been saying that I have been in poverty for a long time and I need Jesus tomorrow and yet Jesus is not appearing even after one week. You may have been saying I have got a problem in my relationship. It has been months. It has been years. Let me cry unto Jesus and yet another year is passing and there is no sign of Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus can take his time.
You might expect him to show up in an hour and Jesus might show up in two hours. You might expect him to show up in 2022, but according to his plan, maybe 2023 is when he plans on showing up. You may think that Jesus is going to show up next month and yet according to Jesus, he's only going to show up four months from now. Hallelujah. So I want you to understand that Jesus can take his time. He is allowed to take his time because life is in his hands. If he delays, it doesn't mean the situation cannot change. If he delays, it doesn't mean he cannot answer. If he delays, it doesn't mean that he's not going to do it. Praise the Lord. You have to understand that he has life in his hands. We used to sing a song that Jesus or God has got the whole world in his hands. And we used to sing as kids. We used to sing as children that he's got the whole world in his hands. And as children, we were excited. We were happy singing that song. And I want you to understand as you are an adult, as you are growing up, that if you are in Jesus, if you rely on Jesus, if you trust Jesus, if you are waiting on Jesus, then understand that the man whom you are waiting on can take his time. Hallelujah. You must mature to a point where when you are praying and it is quiet, pray more. My God, when you are crying and it is quiet, cry some more. And I'm not saying crying to people, but I am saying crying to, you know, crying before God, praying to God, you know, relying on God, calling on the name of God. If you are going more in his presence and there is silence, I want you to do it more. If you are spending more hours in the middle of the night crying, praying, saying, Father, this has to change and there is silence, do it the more. If you are relying and depending on him and the more you are depending on him is the more the situation is getting bad or dark. Cry the more, pray the more, seek the more, fast the more. Hallelujah. Don't stop because there is silence. Praise the Lord. Here Martha and Mary were loved by Jesus. And that was a reason enough for them to have confidence. But the Bible says two more days passed. And when you read on, you find the Bible says that Lazarus died because of the two extra days that Jesus took. Now you can feel like you are dying because Jesus is quiet. But I want you to have confidence that if it means so, then trust him enough that he's going to bring life. You missed that revelation. If it means that you think now you are becoming more poor because Jesus is quiet, then embrace that situation because when he shows up, he is going to clean up the poverty. My God, you missed that. If, if you think that you are lonely because Jesus is quiet, then embrace that loneliness. Because when he shows up, he's going to change that loneliness. You missed that. If you think that your future is a doom, oh my God. If your future seems to not appear bright. If you think there is no direction. If you think you cannot survive. If you think you cannot make it because you are waiting on Jesus. Then wait on him the more. Because when he shows up, your future is going to have the meaning. Hallelujah. You are going to enjoy your life because you are waiting on the Lord. Listen. Praise the Lord. Listen. We can always try shortcuts. And maybe there may be a temporary solution. We can try our own ways, our own means, with our own power, with our own ability. And maybe there may be a temporary fix. But I want you to understand that a temporary fix cannot keep you going. It, it, it is unsustainable. Hallelujah. Any temporary fix in life is not sustainable. You need a fix that is permanent. 
You need a solution that is permanent. You need a solution that will last for the rest of your life. You need a solution that you are going to be happy with for the rest of your life. Hallelujah. You need a solution that your conscience is going to be clean and clear. You need a solution that you can walk outside without feeling guilty. You need a, you need a solution that you can still meet your friends. You can still meet your colleagues. You can still meet the loved ones. You can still meet other people and still have a clean conscience and a smile and be content with your life. You need a solution that when you are moving around, nothing is going to intimidate you. You need a solution where you can sleep with a peace of mind. You need a solution where even if your phone rings on a private number, you can still pick it up. You need a solution that when you get text messages that you don't know where they are from, you are not afraid to respond. You need a solution that when you walk into the workplace, no one can accuse you for doing things in a wrong way. You need a solution that when you get your contract, when you get your business proposition, you can be happy that you have done it the right way and no one can label you as a corrupt woman, as a corrupt man. You need a solution that when you get your right partner, no one can say you snatched this person from anybody. You can go around free. You can go around happy. You need a solution that when you are standing outside, you can say this is because of God. Hallelujah. No one will take credit. You need a solution, my God, that you can smile and say glory to Jesus. Not because it is a fashion to say glory to Jesus, but because you know that he took his time and he has shown up. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I, I, I want you to understand that Lazarus died after two days of waiting. Praise the Lord. Jesus received the message and, and he said, listen, he's not going to die, but he's going to sleep. Hallelujah. He's going to rest. And after, after two days when he died, they said, listen, he's died. And they said, yes, our friend Lazarus is sleeping. Let us go to him. And as you read on, I'll give you an assignment, all right? Read the entire chapter 11 of John, okay? John chapter 11. Don't just read verse 1 to 6 that I have given you. I have given you verse 1 to 6 because I want to teach and focus on the subject. But when you are on your own, let me ask you to read chapter 11 in its entirety. And what you are going to discover is that because of the love that he had for Lazarus, because of the love that he had for Mary and, and, um, and her sister Martha, the Bible says Jesus went back to Bethany, a place where a few moments ago, a few days ago, they wanted to stone him. So Jesus was willing to risk his life for Lazarus because he had a love for them. So I want you to understand that Jesus can risk it all for you. Hallelujah. If you allow him to take his time, he can risk anything and everything for you. Praise the Lord. Now, this is no surprise. Remember, he, he gave his life for you and I. He shed his blood for you and I. He accepted to be left alone for you and I. He accepted embarrassment for you and I. So Jesus will take a risk just for you when you wait on him. My God, that's a revelation if you heard it. Jesus will risk it all for you if you are willing to wait for him. So you have to be willing, you have to be ready, you have to, to, to wait for him. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Jesus can take his time. Now, I want to finish. But before I finish, allow me to say this, which is me repeating. 
we are living in an age where things are so fast. Everything is wanted now. If you are looking for employment, you want it now. If you are looking for promotion, you want it now. If you are looking for marriage, you want it now. If you are looking for someone to marry, you want it now. If you are looking for a uh, um, 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 promotion or you are looking for money, you want it now. If you are looking for a new house, you want it now. If you are looking for a business, you want it now. If you are looking for, you know, change, you want change now. If you are looking for healing, you want it now. If you are looking for fame or favor, you want it now. If you are looking for grace in whatever it is, you want it now. If you are looking for recognition, you want it now. We are living in an age that is so fast, nobody is willing to wait. People have run out of patience. People have run out of trust. People have run out of reliance on God. But I want to bring you back to the basics of holding on to Jesus. I want to bring you back to the basics of holding on to the word of God. I want to bring you back to the basics of saying, come what may, I am going to trust you, Lord. I am going to wait on you, Lord. If it means I'll spend one more year alone, I'm going to spend one more year. If it means I'll spend a few months more without a promotion, I'll do it. If it means I'll spend a few more nights seeking your face and yet a silence, I'll do it. If it means I'll spend a few moments in pain and yet I'm waiting for the healing from you, I'm going to do it. If it means I'm going to spend a few more weeks being uh, lonely, I'm going to do it. But I know at the end you're going to you know, bring opportunities my way. If it means I'm going to be, you know, mocked for uh, one more, maybe month, one more week, one more day, because I am waiting on you, then let it be. If it means I'm going to be mocked one more time for being someone that loves you too much, let it be, but I'm going to hold on, hallelujah, because I understand that Jesus, you can take your time. So today, I want you to take this um, from this message. Hallelujah. That when you are waiting on God, when you are praying, when you are trusting God, when you are, you know, uh, preparing your plans, if you haven't done so already, or if you're looking at the plans which you have already prepared for 2022, I want you to understand that hold on to Jesus. Hallelujah. Hold on to him. Let, let your grip not be loosened by anything that might come your way, but hold on to him. You know, let me share this. Um, growing up, we had a, a painting um, in our house um, that my parents kept. And this painting said a message on it that I'll never forget for the rest of my life. The, the painting said, patience brings joy. And as a child, I didn't know exactly how to read it. I didn't know exactly what it meant. But the message stuck in my head. For some strange reason, it, it, it has remained with me up until this age. Hallelujah. And I kept, you know, remembering. And as I grew, I began to understand that when you are patient, you know, when you are, when you are learning to say, I am going to wait. When you are learning not to give up. When you are saying that I am going to hold on even if I am going to cry one more night. If you are going to do that while you are holding on to Jesus, the joy that you get, the outcome that you get is way more than what you would have expected. Hallelujah. And this I am saying not only to excite you, but I am saying from personal experience, hallelujah, with my own life, in my own marriage, with my own family, my siblings, you know, the things that I see happening to them is based on the fact that when you are patient in the Lord, when you are patient holding on to him, the joy that you get later is so much. Hallelujah. So remember that 
if you are going to be patient, then be patient until the end. If you are going to hold on, then hold on until the end. If you are going to wait, then wait until the end. If you are going to trust, then trust until the end. If you are going to have hope, then have hope in Jesus until the end. Don't stop along the way. Hallelujah. If you are going to have faith, then have faith until the end. If you are going to, you know, you know, be, 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 uh, maintain your integrity, then maintain it until the end. If you are going to, you know, reserve, be reserved, then be that way until the end. Don't allow anything to distract you because distractions are many. There are going to be many disruptions and distractions. There are going to be many um, um, temptations along the way. But if you have got your mind set that I am going to hold on to the Lord because I know he is going to come through for me, then believe me, do it until the end and you are going to find the solutions. So the end result of this teaching of this scripture is that Lazarus, even though he died, he was raised from the dead by Jesus. Why? Because Jesus has got the power. So today I want you to understand that when you are holding on, even if it will appear like no change in sight, Keep holding on to him. Hallelujah. Don't let go. Just keep holding on to him. Keep telling yourself that I am holding on. I am holding on. Don't stop praying. All right? Don't stop praying. Let me pray. Father, I thank you for this message. God, in my heart, I thought you were going to speak a different message to this one. And I remember I even, Lord God, had prepared, Lord, what you gave, which was different to this message. But only early hours of the morning, for whatever reason, you decided to give this specific word, O oh Lord, that Jesus can take his time. Now, I don't understand. I might not understand why you have done that, Lord. But because I am one who relies on you, I have obeyed you, Lord, in teaching what you have given my Father as a fitting teaching for your people on this day, oh God. And I pray that it may be only for one person. I don't know. It may be for two people. I don't know. It may be for a family. I have no idea. But what I know is that, Father, this word, Lord, is for someone and some people, my God. And that, Father, because it has come from you, I know that Jehovah it is going to revive what was dying in them. It is going to give life to what had died in them. It is going to resuscitate what was dying in them. It is going to Restore, Father, what was lost in them in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray that, Father, give them ultimate patience. Give them total patience. Give them complete patience. Give them a whole patience in the name of Jesus. Lord God, they will face temptations, I know. They will face challenges, I know. They will face challenges, I know. They will face mountains, I know. They will face valleys, I know. They will face rains, storms, I know. But one thing that I also know is that Jesus, you are going to show up in time. And when you show up, you are going to deliver them and do to them, my God, what they desire. Father, I give you honor and praise. I say thank you, Lord, because you are awesome. You are great. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, that's the message that I wanted to, to share with you. And if you heard me carefully in my prayer, this, this word has got me so... Um, it's, it's, got, it's got me humbled, right? It's got me humbled because it's not what he had given me, you know, um, even a day ago. This is something that I call it a last minute word by God for a reason. 
So I want you to pay attention because every time that God brings me to this platform, he has got a unique message for someone. Now, you may be that someone I don't know. It may be your friend, your sister, your relative, your friend, your neighbor, I don't know. It may be your colleague, I don't know. But one thing I know is that this word is for someone. Hallelujah. So I want you to embrace it. I want you to pray upon it. I want you to study it. I want you to meditate on it because indeed God is going to do things over your life because you understand that he can take his time. Hallelujah. Now, as I go, I want to say, find the time. Um, a friend of Jesus is on various platforms, all right? So you can watch the teachings at any time on YouTube. You can find the messages here on Facebook. Um, you can listen to the audio version or the audio podcast on iTunes if you have got um, an Apple product. If you have got Android, you can listen to um, the messages on Anchor or even Spotify. Just to search for a friend of Jesus. Hallelujah. So, yeah, I want you to go and have yourself a lovely afternoon. Enjoy the week that starts tomorrow and make the most of it. All right. Go and get what's yours in the mighty name of Jesus. With that, enjoy and God lift you. Shalom.